Praise the Lord. Greetings to you all in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Once again, it is a privilege to stand in front of you to share God's word, what God's impressed in my heart. I believe that God is uh, continually confirming this word since in the last month as we are shared. God is good because God has a purpose for each and every one of us. So God is always fulfill his desire and also your desire in, your, in our lives. Amen? Let us close our eyes. Our most loving, very gracious Father, we praise you and we thank you once again for your presence. Thank you, Lord, that you are accepted our praising and worshipping unto you, because all glory, honor, or belongs to you alone. Dear Father, we also offer our tithes and offering and the benevolence, and we believe that you are accepted everything. And today we are now we are waiting upon you in this moment, Lord, to speak to us. This is your world. It's your place. You are seated on the throne. We are your children. Father, as your eyes are always watching over us, and your ears are always attentive to our cries, now give us the attentive ears to hear your word as you are going to speak to us. Hide us behind your cross. Fill us with your spirit. Give us the grace to receive your word as you want us to receive it. In Jesus' most exalted name, pray. Amen. Today, I thought of sharing and titling the message, Gifts and Rewards. Usually, uh, gifts and talents are the praise we use. Gifts and talents, gifts and talents, uh, very often are usually in our Christian life. And today I thought of gifts and rewards. So generally, what is the gifts? There are much difference between the gifts and talents. Gifts is a reward. Gifts is something given voluntarily without payment in return. And a reward is something given or received for service, merit, hardship, etc. Again, a reward is something you earn. And a gift is freely given and is not earned by the recipient. So, how many of us believe that everyone is given gifts? Can I see your hands? Almost 90% of you are accepted and agree that you are given gifts. I think some of you are scared to lift up your hands because you have doubts. Sometimes you are not aware. Sometimes you, some, maybe the reason is you are scared means what I am going to ask next. So, whatever it is, gift is, by the grace of God, everyone is given. What is that gift? What is that gift? Salvation is the gift. It is given by God to each and every one who believed in Him. Amen? As a Christian, we all believe that. 
we are all saved by the grace of God. When we say this, we mean to say that we believe that God sets us up apart for salvation based on, not on anything we can do or by our effort, our talent, in nothing. It is purely based on the free gift that is by Him, by His grace alone. And it is by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross God has given us. So our works play no role in our salvation. We cannot earn our way into heaven. This is a gift of God so that no man or woman could ever boast that they earned a place in heaven with God. You agree? No one has any right to boast about we earn heaven because we are done. We are someone. Not we are not someone to ourselves. We are someone to God. That is why God has chosen us. Purely, totally, from the beginning it is from Him. So, our eternity, our entry to heaven is by the grace of God. So, no one can boast it. Amen? That's what we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians 2, 8 says, By grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast it. So the term works comes here. Works. What is that work? So why we are, but when you remember, after the beginning of, uh, from January, Till even last week or even the last week tonight. The word of God is coming continually for us to work, to serve. And why is that? There is something in that. Otherwise, it will not be the... It is scriptural. We should work. So, you may have a query or doubt if our... What to once upon, totally, our purpose is, the very purpose we are, we are all sitting here is, make heaven. Agreed? Amen? Amen. If entry to heaven is free, and we cannot do anything, why should we work? That would be a question for you. Do you have anybody ask this question? There is an answer for that. Because some Christians misunderstood or misinterpreted that. As I said, as we are Christians, we don't believe our works or have we have anything to do with our entry to heaven. But we do understand that our works have everything to do with our reward once we get there. It is not before entering to heaven, but after entry, there is something for you to do. For that, you have to work on this earth. So, this is clear from the biblical scripture records. The scripture says, 
So John 9, 4 and 5 says, in John Gospel, the Lord said, We must work the works of him who sent me. As long as it is day, night is coming, when no man can work. So that is Jesus. He said that we have to work when the time is, when the time is the day. When the night is going to come, that time we cannot work. So as long as the day is here, we have to work. As he, as he himself has to work, it is a commandment for us also to join with him to work. So he said, Father, there are rewards in heaven. When you look at it, remember the teaching of Jesus Christ in the Mount of uh, Olive, or Mount, the Sermon on Mount, chapter 5 and 6. There are many things he has mentioned. Few scriptures we read today. Matthew, please turn to your Bibles to Matthew, chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. Please look at the scripture. Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. Blessed are you when men cause insults at you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely on account of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. Also, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So here, Jesus Christ mentioned about your reward. What kind of reward? There is a reward. It is for whom he has mentioned? Those who are undergoing persecutions. Those who are insulted. Where is your reward? Not here. Your reward will be in heaven. Heaven is a joyful place. We know it. We deserve for it. We all like to enter heaven because there is always joy. To have that joy, we have to work on this earth. Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 1 to 6. Here it says about, Beware of practicing your righteousness before men, to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. You will have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. When therefore you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be honored by men. Truly I say to you, they have the reward in full, that is, on the earth. But when you give alms, do not let you uh, let and know what your right hand is doing, that your alms may be in secret, and your father who sees you in secret will repay you. And when you pray, again, you are not to be as the hypocrites. 
for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the streets corners in order to be seen by men truly i say to you they have their reward in full but you when you pray go into your inner room and when you have shut your door pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees you in secret will repay you the reward is by the father as we know and believe god is always he is omnipresent god he is always there besides us above us and behind us and he is in the secret place you cannot see at the same time the scripture says your father who is in the secret will repay you amen and also matthew 6 16 to 18 it talks about the fasting and whenever you fast do not put on your gloomy face as the hypocrites do for they neglect their appearance in order to be seen fasting by men truly i say to you they have their reward in full that is on earth itself but you when you fast anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not be seen fasting by men but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees you in secret will repay you again the same thing matthew 6 verse 20 lay up your treasures your self treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust it destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal from this one sermon i can say it is clear to every one of us there is reward in heaven waiting for each and every one of us those who are saved if you are saved say amen to that that means you acknowledge and accept and waiting for that reward which god stored for you amen there are treasures in heaven even last week we heard what are the treasures can be saved in heaven so to each one of us there are rewards waiting for us and also much of these sermons what jesus christ has preached and uh, he has also mentioned uh, in our prayer in your giving in your fasting in everything not be an hypocrite be as a children of god because of, for that alone you are saved and your reward will in heaven will be higher also in the case of there are some people okay in that case if the gift is the same and which leads us all to heaven and uh, there are rewards means we may say or believe that the reward is the same for each and every one so there is a question is there is it possible for every one of us to have a equal reward in heaven and people also there are people who used to claim for that and they also quote from Matthew 20 
verses 1 to 15. Let us turn to our page. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 15. Here he talks about the parable of the workers in the vineyard. And uh, instead of going through, just where you'll go here and there, a few points we'll take it. In Matthew 20, from verse 1 to 15, it speaks about the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for the for a denarius for a day, he sent them into his vineyard. You know that. In the morning he has uh, called them, some of them in the morning, early morning, and for one denarius, then again the third, again, at the third hour, he called some of them, again on sixth hour, ninth hour, till the eleventh hour, he invited people to work in his vineyard. When those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a year denarii. When they received it, they grumbled at the landowner, saying, These lost men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the scorching of heat of the day. But the landowner answered and said to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong, because he says, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for your denari? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this lost man the same as to you. It is not lawful for me to do what I wish my own things are. Is your I evil because I am good? So, the last will be the first, and the first the last. For many are called, but few are chosen. That we can see even in our lives in these days. We may claim that I am saved so and so years before, or I am a believer. Since this many years, maybe 30 years or 40 years. And there are believers. They accept Christ just one year or six months before. But when you look at them, their work for the kingdom purposes, their work is more than what the senior people are doing. It is a lesson for us. See, the warning is always coming. Somehow, from the scriptures, every corner. In this scripture, what is the lesson for us? Is it an equal reward for everybody? No. The answer is no. If someone says that I am everyone is saved, whatever the age, if everyone, if some of you believe that there is a time for you to accept Christ in your life, you can wait and you may imagine that you will have another 20 years or 30 years before my, um, my death, I may get saved. You may wait for your salvation. No. Your life is not in your hand. Our days are in His hand. 
Swami said many thousands of years before by his experiences. Our days are not in our hand. We do not know what, is, what will happen next week or next hour when we leave from here. So we are living in an uncertain world. Everything, when you look at the Bible, the life of a man is compared with so many uncertain things. Life is compared with a flower. Life is compared with the grass. Life is compared with the clouds. And so on. So what all these things are teachers? Our life on this earth is uncertain. We do not know what is tomorrow. Tomorrow is in our hands of the Lord. So, we cannot just claim or wait our rewards are the same. Those who accepted Christ or those who became the child of God before 40 years and me are the same. No. You have to work for your reward. There are degrees or ratio of getting the rewards. Let us say some more scriptures. Even the Paul says, he also degree, uh, disagree on that. Romans 2, 5 and 6. But because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and the revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Who will render to every man according to his deeds? So deeds, our works, are compared or counted. This means that our deeds increases, our reward increases as well. That's what he has written. Let us turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 to 15. 1 For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. That is the foundation. Now, if any man builds up upon the foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it, because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which is he has built upon it remains, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as through fire. That means, your salvation remains, but your works will no more counter, because that will be burnt off by the fire. So at the end, you will stand with the empty hunter. Whatever you worked. So that is, what that's what Paul explains this. On what foundation you built, number one. Number two, on what material you built. It is by gold, silver, precious stone, wood, a or straw. It depends. It, de it depends. 
which one you use your work it is not the amount of work the quality of work you do for the kingdom purpose as well as the work you do to receive the reward from our god amen and also in the old testament in the book of daniel we read what is written daniel 12 verse 3 is very important please turn to your bible daniel 12 verse 3 and those who have insight will shine brightly like the brightness of the expense of heaven and those who led the many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever in describing the heavenly order of things daniel says that those who have insight will shine brightly like the brightness of the expense of heaven there are first category second those who led the many underline the word many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever do you notice that word many by using that word many daniel is making a comparison to the possibility of leading your few to righteousness and comparison tells us that something about how we can earn your reward if you led many people into righteousness your reward will be more based on how many you are leading into righteousness it is so clear it is not see god has saved each and every one of us for what just to enjoy the heavenly blessings and boast about what how god blessed and what all we are blessed with no it has to be shared that is the christianity god loved us so that we will love others by showing the christ like love to others in the same way that is the first time god even used the word to promise when he bless abraham i bless you so that you will be a blessing to many so that is the criteria that is the biblical principle of receiving blessing every one of us seek the blessing of god desire for many blessings of god it is not only for ourselves we should not be if we also you are selfish and that is not scriptural as well so if you believe that whatever god bless you with you are the stewards for that and that has to be shared among the people so in the same way if it is with the material things how much more your spiritual blessings whatever you are blessed with you are blessed in abundance everyone will say that amen we are blessed in abundantly in this country in all the way physically materially and spiritually if you believe you say amen to that praise god glory to god christians will never be judged yeah before that 
our we will know that from this our reward there is a reward first of all we know we know what is gift and what is the reward reward differ, differ from the gift and for reward the reward is not same for everyone salvation is the same see the human nature is anything you buy just think about it just it is a thought we always are we can say the human nature is not satisfied in one if you want to buy where is 1 plus 1 is there we will buy that one hmm 1 plus 1 any offer yes even if anything of course the scripture is very strict to us even to marry we are limited to one okay if it is free that also we will stay eh so very specially the human nature in this part of this world even if you give medicine one they will not be happy give one more just to stand by keep it as a safety in future if i am falling sick that will be helpful but the grace of god salvation is one there is no other salvation the scripture is very clear god is one our savior is one the word is one the spirit is one salvation is one there is no other foundation other than the name of jesus christ amen so we are content and believed with what we have in this there is no other option if anyone takes some other which is easier they will be there is a danger in their spiritual walk that is they are in the trap please there is only one word one bible one god one savior one spirit one salvation there is no other but concerning the reward it differs from person to person for that we have to work the more you if you work more your reward will be more if you do not work you will be empty and you will be shameful you may make it heaven enter but there will be a judgment seat everyone has to give their own account i cannot give on my fam you may be the head of your family but you cannot go and give your account of on your family behind behalf behalf you even in your family whether to your small family or a big family everyone has to stand before the lord how many of you believe that believers will face the judgment can i see your hands whether you are believing going in the right track amen we believe that even the believers will be judged amen if we believe so it is necessary for us to work on this earth to get more reward in heaven amen amen christians will never be judged with regard to their eternal salvation as i said that is eternity but every christian will some day be judged according to their works of salvation 
um, it is the gift of God as we know. And the judgment of believers' works will be on the basis of how one has lived for God after becoming a Christian. As I said, we may be a young Christian or old Christian, but everyone is same or try our maximum to earn more rewards in heaven. But in the and I say rewards and rewards and rewards. What kind of rewards it is? So the Bible says that reward is called otherwise as a crown. So the believers, since we are judged at the cross of Christ, the believers also will be judged as how one has utilized his gifts, talents and resources for the Lord. So there are five crowns of the New Testament. There are five crowns mentioned in the New Testament. Number one is, they are some of the promises, first of all, before going for the crowns, some of the promises. They are spoken as a prizes, as I have read, as we have said before. 1 Corinthians chapter 9:24 Do you not know those who run in your race all run but one receives the prize So the reward is spoken here as a prize Secondly run in such a way that you may obtain it that is Philippians 3:13 and 14 what was the promise of this year? God is continually speaking based on this. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. What is that one thing? Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Verse 14, I press towards the goal. For the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We keep on, press on to move forward. Christian life is a race. So the promise, as the promise came to us in the beginning of this year, forget about the past, how you lived. God who forgives us and forgiven every one of us. But what is expected, the challenge given to us? Look forward. Press on to run this race. Continue the race. Looking forward. The destiny. The goal. What is the goal? Should become like a Christ. And you have to continue. Hard work. That's why. Third one is. They are described as crowns of gold. Revelation chapter 4 verse 4. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. Even the Lord Jesus Christ, as in the parable, I just uh, paused it, that scripture in twenty-five, Matthew twenty-five, what God said. About the talents. 
God has given. Five talents, two talents, one talent. And some of them, the, those who are received five and two, they multiply ten and four. And the one who received one, he buried. And you know the result, what he has said. So in that case, he says that there it is a crown. He said, well done, faithful servant. So it should be like that here, what he says, the elders that receive the crown, crowns of gold in their heads. So we should seek to have the crown which is of gold, not on this earth or our eternity. That should be the treasure we can store up in heaven. Fourthly, they may be won or they may be lost. Again, the scripture, the promise, what God gave us. Revelation 3.11 Behold, I am coming quickly. All past, what you have, that no one may take your own. That means, there are possibilities you will lose your crown also. But promise of God, it says, Behold, I am coming quickly. All fast what you have. If you have your crown, that means what you worked so far and you believe that will lead you to receive a crown or a reward in heaven, hold on to that. God is going to come. That's the promise. Then the rest he says in 14, in, uh, and uh, he will make you as the pillars of this church. Okay, let us see what are the five crowns. The first one is the incorruptible crown. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 25. And everyone who compete for the prize is temperate. In all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Paul is saying to believers, and we are an imperishable crown. Amen? If you are the one believe in this word, say Amen. So, this crown is given to those who are temperate in all things and who are not indulging the appetites of the body in order that they may faithfully preach the gospel to all men, whether Jew or Gentile, whereby at least some shall be saved. So, that means, this crown is for the people who preach the gospel to others. If you are the one, you can say amen to that. If you do not do that, it's the time for you to think about it and continue to start serving God. Amen? Second crown is crown of rejoicing. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. This crown is given to those who win souls for Christ 
whether by personal work, by preaching the gospel, or by distributing the gospel in print. Solomon also declared in Proverbs 11.10, He that winneth the souls is wise. If you are a wise, means you are winning souls for God's kingdom. And that will be your treasure in heaven. Amen? That will increase your crown. So the second crown you will win. And as I said, the Daniel 12.3, every soul saved. So what it says, that be wise and shall shine as a brightness of the fulfillment, ferment, and they that turn away to the righteousness as the stars for ever and ever. Every soul saved through the prayers and the efforts of the servant of Christ will be a part of his crown of rejoicing when he stands before the judgment seat of Christ and is rewarded according to his labor. So the, in the gospel, even the Lord Jesus Christ said, if one soul turns to Christ in this world, what will happen? Great, not, not just rejoice. Great rejoice in heaven. So if there is a great rejoice in heaven, how it should be on this earth? So if you don't rejoice on this earth, how you are going to rejoice in heaven? Hmm? We have to seek or look forward to join with the heavenly host to rejoice. Maybe on this earth you rejoice, maybe control. But in heaven there will be a great rejoicing. Sometimes some surprise may be there. Whom you have preached may be there. Only you may not be there. That also there. Anyhow, let us not happen to us. Amen? Thirdly, the crown of glory. First Peter chapter 5 verse 4. This is the crown which is given to faithful pastors or the shepherds who have willingly cared for the flock of God as an overseer, not as a lord and not for the sake of financial gain, but as a shepherd who cares for the sheep. Such pastors practice what they preach and are examples of others. They feed the flock with the word of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, so that they will grow in grace and become fruitful in their lives and labors. That they warn the flock against the false teachings and prevent the errors of the day, encouraging them to counter earnestly for the faith. Jude 3.4 All such fosters and teachers, those who preach and take care of the sheep, whether they are small or big, and they are eligible to have that crown. Fourthly, the crown of righteousness. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 8. This crown is given to all those who love the appearing of Christ, that they not only 
or trusting Christ for salvation and loving him because he loved them, but they are also looking forward to the personal coming of Christ in glory and power. So, I believe that we are the people. Do you? When they will caught up with other Christians in the clouds to meet him in the air. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 14 to 17. Because of this blessed hope, they endure affection, afflictions, fight the good fight of faith, and speak the truth in love, and they are the people. And they are loyal and faithful to Christ at all times. And they know not when we may appear for his own. All such are receive a special crown, that is, the crown of righteousness. Would you like to have that crown? Amen. Finally, the crown of life. James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. This crown is given to all who endure trials, temptation, even unto the death for Jesus' sake. It is not the one whom we have mentioned before. They are ready to give their life for the Christ's sake. They love their, they don't love their life. That we know that there are people like Stephen, James, John, Peter, of course, even the disciples, and many more even after the disciples. They are the martyrs for the sake of Christ. So they are the people who are eligible to have the crown of life. And we believe that we also look forward to give our life to the Lord so that we will also have that crown. So this is the divine order of Christian to receive the reward. So, dear brothers and sisters, make sure, first of all, of your own personal salvation. If anyone who is sitting here do not know Christ in your life, or do not accept Him as your Lord and Savior so far, today is the day God is speaking to you. You are not for time, and you are just for time, and you are here for the eternity. The purpose we are sitting here is to make heaven. And we, as the children of God, and the servants of God, we are not only just making heaven. We are the word came to us today. It is not just enter heaven with empty handed. We should be rewarded. With many crowns, not one crown, many crowns. Our crown should shine more brighter than anything else. Heaven is the very brightest place. How that will become bright, it is based on your crowns as well. Amen? Secondly, as the Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says, examine yourselves. As to whether you are in faith, test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. 
And Second Peter 1.10 says, Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fail. So secondly, the word says that, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you. Philippians 2, 12 and 13, 2 Peter 1, 5 to 8. So we have to work out our salvation. So once we are saved, it is not ever saved. Let us work out our salvation until the Lord's coming. Thirdly, reach forward to the things which are before. As I said, Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It is better and further. Press towards the mark of the price for the eye calling of God in Christ Jesus. Fourthly, use the talents. How many of you have talents? Very, very sad to know few hands. Eh? We are keep on encouraging from here. And encouraging you to join the ministry. The Better Up Life is having 17 ministries. Hmm? And many forms are given. The qualifications are mentioned. Some of you are returned. There are opportunities. We are not asking you to go and preach the gospel outside the street. And uh, first of all, we encourage you to study the word. And know the word. Gain your knowledge. Become a servant. Serve the Lord in this church. There are many opportunities. Very simple. Don't do anything. Just invite people. Every month, month after month, victory night we are having. That victory night is not for you and me alone. We, are, we will be here to encourage the new brothers and sisters, the colleagues whom you are bringing here, the non-Christians. Those who do not have the faith, what you and me are having. That is very simple, just inviting. So last Monday, last victory night, the first victory night of this year, we should celebrate about the last victory nights, what all the things about us God has given. See, from December 1st, last 2012, we started thanking God and had many thanksgiving services and prayers. We thank God for many things. But, it, when compared with your testimony, and your work, that is the deeds, what you are read today and studied today. When compared with that, it seems to be nothing. It is nothing. That is why it put very sad and grieves in our heart. That's why the word came to us last week tonight as a challenge. First of all, as a warning, as a reminder, and a reminder of who we are. How we are in the kingdom of God. And what you do with the blessings what we are blessed with. Those are all the things God has taught us. And reminded us. Please. It's a plea from here. This week tonight. Let us take a chance. And a challenge. Our own. We will bring at least one person. To this week tonight. Then we will not have space. Please. In this hall. Last week, there were many chairs. More than 
But this week tonight we believe that all the chairs will be full as it is today. See? That's all your response? See, five minutes I took. That's all your response? Let me see your hands. How many of you agreed to bring one person this week tonight? Let me see your hands. Mm. At least, instead of nothing, what you have shown is something is better. So, something is better than nothing. Let me take it in that way. But, I encourage every one of you to bring. Okay? And join the prayer and see what the, how the power of God is manifested in the lives of people. It is not only we enjoying the power of God in our lives, we should see the power of God, how it works in the lives of the people. Amen? And use the talents and the gifts. God has given you all, everyone has the talents. Everyone has a gift. The gift means you agreed that you are saved. You are, um, what do you call, confidently you lifted up your hands. But when I mention about the talents, you are all very reluctant to put up your hands. But I believe in the kingdom, of, uh, in the presence of God, Everyone is given, not one gift, there are many gifts and the talents are given to every one of you. If you say and believe, say Amen to that. Amen. amen. Revelation 3.11, let us know. Let us read. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast. No man take thy crown. You all having, your crown should not be taken by anyone else. All of you are having your crown. How many of you believe that you will have a crown? So now you know what is gifts, what is the talents, or what is the rewards. And God is the one who rewards each and waiting to reward each and every believers, those who are in the Lord, those who are the children of God. Amen? And we believe everyone who is sitting in this hall or the children of God, everyone will have our own reward. Amen? Let's close our eyes. I look to the Lord and it's a time for us to receive, go into the Lord's prayer. Before that, let us examine ourselves. God has spoken to us. It is not uh, just a word of a human voice. It is a word from God. God has prepared this word from many months, I can say. And today it fulfilled. So, I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, everyone should have a reward. If you feel that so far you are not done, or our work is the time to confess before Him. Accept your failures. And confess before Him. Definitely God will reward your faith. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we praise You and we thank You for this day. Thank You Lord for Your word. Thank You Lord for Your children. Lord, You have spoken to every one of us. Lord, if any one of us still not started working for our reward in eternity. Lord, forgive us. Give us the grace. Continue to remind us by your word. Encourage us. Give us the boldness and the courage to go and share your goodness. To go and share the gospel. You are loved to others, those who do not know you. There are many millions of people Lord, the process of going towards hell. Lord, it is not your will, O Father. 
it is your will all men are to be saved lord it is our desire and we will commit before you we will bring many more souls of father we will have and store treasures in heaven of father prepare lord as you prepared us help us to prepare many more for your kingdom let your kingdom be established in this part of this world in our time in jesus name we pray Amen. let us go to the lord in prayer lord in prayer for the last table let us turn to first corinthians chapter 11 i'll read it for you from verse 23 for i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance for of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats this bread and drink this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for who he eats and drinks in an unworthy manner he eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many are asleep <clears throat> for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with wrath ye children of god let's close our eyes and look unto the lord examine ourselves and if we have any unforgiven sin it's a time for us to confess before him this table is by the lord and for his children those who are obey the lord in the waters of baptism or accept the lord jesus christ as the lord and savior only they are able to participate in this table if you are the one still you feel guilty of yourself please keep you away not to partake but if you confess even in this moment and you are eligible to share in God's in the last table let's pray for the bread and the wine father we praise you and we thank you once again thank you lord for the privilege that you given to us as your children to take part in your table which is prepared for your children yes lord through this we will remember lord the son jesus christ you came to this world to be crucified on the cross and you gave your life and you are buried and you are resurrected and you are the coming king lord we believe and we remember your coming of father help us to proclaim your death to this world so that your name will be glorified 
Make us as the worthy children to take part in this communion of Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please quickly come in the order. Cooperate with Ashes as they are going to lead you. I call on the elders to come forward.
Passover. Father, when we partook of the, of the bread and of the wine, Lord, your ordinance says that we eat it with bitter herbs. God, and at this hour we remember our slavery in Egypt. We remember from where you have lifted us up. God, we were not even a people, but now you've made us princes, kings and priests. Lord, we were striving for identity on our own. But now you've given us heirship. We are co-heirs with Christ. Lord, we were making our own way unto heaven. But you've opened the fountains, the rivers of life. We are thankful, O God. God, we are grateful that it does not depend on us. But it depends on you and the completed work of Christ. Lord, and we fully rest this day. As many of us as have received the body and the blood, we rest on the completed work of Christ. Father, we completely rest, O Lord. Lord, it's not our strivings, it's not our works that would get us there. Father, it is your work. It is the Lamb that was slain from the foundations of the world that gives us bold access into heaven. And on that day when we enter into your presence, God, we shall lay our crowns. Each one of us. Each one of us. With the elders and the angels. The 24 elders who were around the throne, they, they lay their crowns at the feet of Jesus. 
God, we would lay ours as well. And we would worship you with our whole heart and we would sing that song. That blessing and honor and glory and power, might and dominion and majesty belongs unto you. Father, for there is no other way and there is no other Savior other than the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for taking our sins, for going to the cross on our behalf. Lord, for rising up, for you were crucified for our sins, but you were raised up for our justification. Father, we celebrate not just the crucifixion, we celebrate the resurrection, O Lord. Unless Christ had risen, our faith would have been in vain. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus rose from the dead. And God, as we partook of this, we have the assurance that we will rise. We will rise and we will reign in the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name, O Lord. Father, as many as could not share in this because they have rejected the gospel of Christ. I pray that, Lord, there will be a stirring up of their hearts this afternoon in Jesus' name. As many as have refrained, O Lord God, because they have not understood the preciousness of Christ, the depth of the salvation in Jesus, I pray, Father, there will be a stirring up of their hearts tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, that the Son of Righteousness would rise up with healing on His wings, and we would go out like well-fed calves. For we are grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's rise up to share the grace of fellowship. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. And surely His goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. As you go out, sing the song. Sing the song with all your heart. It says, Amazing Grace. How sweet the song that saved a wretch like me. Like me.
Sim. 